F-A-B. F-A-B. That's it. F-A-B. Bye, no, bye. it just confused people when it starts with E-P-H. E-P-H? Oh, yeah. yeah that's pronunciation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know how long it took me to get there? To took where? Me, to, to get to that where? name, yeah. To, yeah, to, bruh, producers to get to F-A-B? Bro, producers have an identity crisis, bro. That's just how it happens sometimes. Wait, like, oh, oh. I, like, bro, you know how many different tags I went through? Like, how many? A tag, a tag is, like, pretty much a stamp. Wait, and when you say tag, you're talking about, like, do I metro, don't trust you. Yeah, exactly, you. exactly. Yeah, yeah. How many did you go through? Bro, I, went th- I went through a couple. What was the first one? F-A-B. <laughs> really? Bro, it was old. But the thing is, because FL Studio will do a robot voice like that. Okay. So it was one of those like that. So. Is FL Studio, like, do you still use FL Studio? Yeah. yeah? It's nice. user, it's real user friendly. Bro, what's, so. what's Fruity Loops? Is that's, that, that's FL. That's is that's, FL. That's, okay, why is it called Fruity? Because FL Fruity Loops? Or like, did, well, or is there like a program called Fruity Loops? That is a program, Fruity Loops. FL is Fruity Loops. And, well, the icons are fruit in, in general. Mm. But that doesn't derive from that. I think it's just what do you mean? The it's just the whole like fruity was from the logo itself and loops is because well basically back then all you had you know sometimes it's just loops like on cool edit and stuff stuff like that uh, making beats Wait, on cool edit cool edit was right before FL Studio. Yeah? Yeah. That was the company that's the program before. Uh, is it like the same company kind of like yeah. Napster and like Spotify or something? Yeah, shit? they transformed. Yeah. Napster and Spotify they're related? Um in um in in form they are. Like they're the same ballpark. Like they're not the Owner of Napster, I think his name was like Sean. He doesn't have anything to do with like the start of Spotify, except that Napster was the first company to put music online that's like downloadable. Yeah, they were the first people to really say fuck you to the record industry, or really, really create a new type of record industry. And whatever happens, what happens to those companies that try to Napster? Exactly. They got their asses sued. Exactly. They got sued up the ass. Any type of innovation that goes against the, I know. Yeah, when there's you money can't online. play with the big pockets, bro. Nah, nah. It's it's like, um, dude. Let me ask you something. And it, I disagree with this, but a lot of people actually do agree with this. A lot of people think that if they found the cure for cancer, or like, there's a lot of different types of cancer, but like of if course. they found like the cure for like a like fucking brain cancer or some shit, yeah. that like oh they're not gonna release it. I think that's bullshit. I think that if someone actually invented the cure for cancer, they would they would release it. Um, that's that's. Because that, the, the reason that I bring that up is yeah. because, like, um, you know, Nap- that's, Napster that's, completely disrupted the industry. If there was a cure for cancer, do you know how many doctors make their living, like, like hundreds word. of thousands, millions of dollars a year off of, um, like, uh, like chemotherapy and um, cancer patients? Like, if someone came along with the cure for cancer, then it would end, like, all it would end a lot of their jobs or maybe significantly change it. I'm not claiming to be any sort of expert in the medical mm-hmm. field, but... I've heard a theory that says that if the cure for cancer came out, that they wouldn't release it because it would, so many doctors would lose their jobs. I think that's bullshit. Jobs? Jobs, I don't think they're concerned about the jobs. We're talking about a billion dollar industry, bro. Off of of pharmaceuticals. Probably trillion. Probably trillion. I think they're getting there. If they're not. Come on, bro. Pharmaceuticals, bro. Like. Yeah, it's a big deal. The 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 opiate thing is a big thing, bro. The what? The opiate thing. Do you know how they treat the medicine they give to cancer patients? It's pain medicine, practically. Yeah. And it'll be opiates, opium based. Do, do they give opiates to cancer patients? That's. I mean, I honestly killers. just don't know. Opiums I, are painkillers. I'm just so not in. No, the, I'm. Let, I'm putting. I'm, I'm answering your question, brother. Because yeah. opium is such like people are, are. That's so addictive. It's yeah. That shit's so bad for you. And think about it like this: a 13 year old break his arm, they give him. Fuck. I mean. 
So oh yeah, dude. they gave him Vicodin. Dude, yo, okay, yo, bro. When I was thirteen, like hello. When I was thirteen years old, uh, they gave me a bunch of Percocet, and like I took one, and I honestly just didn't really feel it. Maybe because it did it, its job, and like it, all of the, all of the feeling went directly to my like leg. Yeah, but. I just I took one and then I didn't really like feel it at all and I just kind of like let them I threw them away like months later because I forgot that I even had them mm -hmm. you know but that's not the case for a lot of people a especially lot of people, no. I mean dude if you're older and like maybe you've like uh, it's hard to recover the older I mean, you dude, get if you're older and you've experimented with drugs before or something and then you like break something and they give you Percocet a drug that you recreationally took. Um, like back when you fucking I don't know when you were like in your early twenties or some shit, mm -hmm. then like you'd be like, ooh, I haven't had this in a while, and then you get they into it, and then you like it, you you know you might be dependent on it there for it a is. while. That's yeah. the word. Yeah, that's the billion dollar word. And then you know how hard it is to like break off of something like that. I mean, we're talking about addiction here. Like we're talking about the way that people um find themselves themselves in addiction. It's because they depended on something for so long, mm -hmm. and now like it's hard to function without it. It's hard to not have that thing to lean on. Mm -hmm. You know, the crutch. dude, it's the crutch, yeah. bro. I mean, dude, your leg may be healed, but you're still wearing a crutch. Exactly. Think about that. Yeah. Right there. And you know, the only way to get off that crutch is just to honestly lose the crutch. You know, lose get the crutch or the deep end. And the thing is, that's the sad part. What they lose the crutch, but they find another one. And it's a cycle, bro. It, you know, it, it's a it's cycle, a it's a cycle but it's not an unbreakable cycle. Like, dude, people yeah. lose addictions. Or, you, you know what actually a lot of addicted people talk about? How, like, like okay, let's say that you're addicted to um, alcohol. Like, real, real, like, genuinely real people who are sober. Like, b like the term of art sober where, they, like, hey, I'm sober. Not sober right now. I am, a, I am sober. A sober person. Mm -hmm. Um. A lot of people. Oh fuck! I forgot where I was going with this. Ah, that hurts my soul. What was I saying? What was I saying? Let's think about this. Um, a lot of people say that they're sober. Uh, wait. Ah, fuck. Like, that, like they're sober. They never touched anything ever. Yeah, but well, how did I get to that? Um, you were talking about addiction. Yeah, that's right. Um, people who are sober say they're just not like. Listen, I am an alcoholic. Like I am an alcoholic, and I cannot touch liquor because like all it's i know over, yeah. all i know is that i'm not drinking right now i don't know what's going to happen in five minutes i don't know what's going to happen tomorrow but right now i'm not going to drink and i know that in the next five seconds i'm not going to drink mm -hmm. so like it's uh, I, I i've listened to podcasts with people who are so like steve-o i actually just went back and yeah. re-listened to the joe rogan experience episode that steve-o was on and steve-o was talking about how he was just so fucked up on all of these Everything, drugs. Yeah, supposedly. Yeah. I mean, not supposedly. I, it's facts. <laughs> he said himself. <laughs> you know, now, now he's actually fully sober. And he's been fully sober Bro, for years. I saw a picture of him. I saw a picture of him. He looked good. Yeah. Oh, he's been he's been looking good. I think he's been sober since like maybe 2014. I, I forgot whose death it was that really fucked his head up, honestly. Ryan Dunn. Yeah. Yeah, that one did it to Bam, but Bam never recovered. Yeah. I think Bam is still it's a an alcoholic. It's a wrap for Bam, bro. Yeah, because I think a couple years ago I saw Bam on some show and he was talking about how he was sober, but now he... I've, I feel like I've just seen recent videos of him fucked up. I don't know, man. Addiction's a hard thing, but yeah. the, being addicted to good things is good. Like, dude, being addicted to fucking music producing. Has to, you you know? have to be. Yeah. That's the thing. You see, mm -hmm. the word itself has... It's a double-edged sword, brother. There it is. Because some people are addicted to getting money. Yeah. But sometimes that addiction has a downside too. Yeah, it does. Yeah, you lose yeah. people close to you like that. 
I mean, because you say fuck everybody. You know, I think that you got to find what that balance. You, I you got to find what you really really like doing and go super deep with it, but deep enough that it doesn't like harm you. If you could podcast for the rest of your life and you get a steady ch- paycheck every month, would you do it? Oh my god, yeah, of course, yeah. Among other things, like podcasting isn't the only thing that yeah. I do. Yeah, but like, dude, if I could, like, I mean, I'd, either way, I'm gonna podcast for. The rest I think of my that's life. what everybody wants, right? What that that scenario, that oh shit, I want to p- get paid for what I love. Yeah, it, dude, it's the creativity pursuit. If you can get paid off of your creativity, you win, no matter what that creativity is. If your creativity is podcasting, if it's producing music, if it's being an attorney. <laughs> I thought I made it. With my first $50, I thought oh I made God. it. I, I told my, I didn't charge my boy. Shout out wins. I didn't charge my boy. And he's like, yo, I'm going to send you 50 Yo, that $50, bro, it wasn't about the 50 It was more about like. This why did he th- send you the fifty dollars? Because it's, it's more out of respect, honestly. Like he's like, but bro, I know because I did, he called he me he's like, yo, no, I produced the beat. He's like, yo, I'm in the studio. I like I like this beat. I'm like, bro, go ahead. Yeah, like you're my boy, day one. Yeah, go ahead. He's like, yo, I'm like, hey, he's like, how much? I'm like, nothing. Don't worry about it. He's like, bro, no, I can't do that. I'm gonna send you fifty. It's too hard. Watch what I'm gonna do. I'm like, bro, if you send it, you send it. Mm-hmm. It was like one thirty. I went right, took my ass right back to sleep. I woke up. There was fifty dollars there, and it was it is it nice. wasn't about the fifty dollars. It was more about the this is something that's possible to me. I, it was at that moment. I think that's me. Oh, hold up. We live though. Yeah. Um. There you go. Yeah. So, so I'm put this on silent real quick. Yeah. No, nah, um, but yeah, bro. It was after that moment that I'm like, because I I was just the, I was in the band in high school, bro. This yeah. music this music just started in okay, middle wait, school, bro. I want I want to get we could that. get there. I want to get to that. But <laughs> we could get there, bro. I want to. You're gonna find me in old ass videos and shit. <laughs> Fab. Yes, sir. Hello. What up? Yes, I want to introduce you. Mm-hmm. So we met at Pusha Preem's music video release party for Sick of These Games. We talked for like a fucking hour or yeah, some bro. shit. We were just having it fun. It just clicked, yeah. Dude, yeah, immediately. And I immediately knew that I wanted to have you on the pod. Awesome, bro. Cool, cool ass dude. Yeah, and dude, like, you know, you're part of hip hop culture out here. That's what this is. Appreciate like, it. Yeah, you're literally, you're just, um, everyone who comes through to culture, culture control, like, if you know about culture control, you're part of hip hop culture. Hey, you know? Culture control. Shout out culture control, oh bro. Let my me talk. God. Bro, that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Them in itself, like, the way I was talking to him outside, you feel me? Damn. Bro, it's the it's the setup, bro, of like bringing two things together. The mesh, mm-hmm. it was it was beautiful. Like, the, well, the really, comic. three things together, dude. With the movie theater, yeah, dude. So, uh, so culture control. Like, how would you describe culture control? Oh shit! Description, or do you want me to try to put it in one word? Um, both. Ooh, I love it. You know what? Give it. Uh, d- describe it, and then give it. Yeah, one word. because honestly, in itself. The entity is, um, it's it's like a polygon, bro. It's like a po- wow. That's not the word <laughs> that I thought you were gonna say. Listen, bro, it has all ty- sides of everything. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like you walk in there, you 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 get an edge. You leave with a jersey and and, and a Hulk action figure and yeah. some Nikes. Like what the fuck? Uh, I came here for a, a edge, bro, and I you know. I left with a Winston jersey from fucking college. Dude, uh, the first like, time that I went there, I was a little bit tipsy. I, I don't remember where I was beforehand. doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> I walked in, and I bought, like, a $30 Florida State windbreaker. 
Fuck it. It's just cool. Like it's from like the early two thousands. It was so cool. Who, who else got got it? Um, no one else Thank has you. that. That's yeah. something else. Exclusivity. Yeah. Oh, a hundred percent. A hundred percent. Yeah. And that's what makes it unique. And that's the one word I think I'll use. Well, Exclusivity. Dude, uh, you know what? I'm gonna use unique for uh, yes. for culture control mm-hmm. because it's what other place is a barber shop, movie theater, vintage store. Yeah, it, it's the crazy. And it's, I'll wait. And it all has. Yeah, I'll wait, bro. If you if okay, I'm looking into the camera for this one. If you own a barbershop slash movie theater slash vintage store and you're not snacks from culture control, DM me because I don't believe you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Dude, S- dude, send me the Spider Man from '98. And dude, <laughs> you know, talking about fucking getting like paid for your create for yeah. your creative pursuits, snacks. Like, dude, Snacks, the owner of Culture Control, he literally, that is his baby. We, yeah, so bro. Snacks was episode 99 of the pod. Nice. And, dude, like, we literally sat there and talked for, like, way too long. Like, but, like, in a good way. You yeah, know? yeah, of course. We, dude, it was just such a fucking cool conversation because he is so into what he does with Culture Control. It's his baby. And, you know, may, when I walk in there, every time that I've been there, it hasn't been a barbershop to me. Like, I walk in there, and it's like there's a jillion artists everywhere. And yeah, I'm just, like, saying what's good to people. <laughs> yeah, like... Yeah, and Oh, uh, like, you were on the pod yesterday, bro. Nice to meet you again. Yeah, dude. Fucking thanks for coming on the pod. <laughs> yeah. So, like, it, um... I walk in there, and it's not a fucking barbershop, but, like, it, it's, that's what it mainly is. That's the thing. And then once you doing what you love, and you stem out, and you get to cover your passions in one form... Yeah. He's... That's... That's right. what he's doing. And like to to our point of what we were saying earlier about the fifty dollars that your friends that your friend gave you, that is you getting paid off of your creativity. It blew my mind, bro. I didn't even know I could get there. It must have felt so good, man. Yeah, because that wasn't the point when when I started producing, bro. Yeah, like it, and it should never be. It still the, isn't. The almost. whole point of like being creative isn't to fucking make money. It's to like be you. It's to be who you are. That that actually threw my product my my creativity off at one point oh like yeah because yeah 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 yeah. because at one point you'll produce for so long and you feel like nothing's happening bro because honestly when social media came in before social media you were on your own speed as creatives like comparison what what do you mean by your own comparison is the killer of confidence okay because you think that oh shit Damn, bro, how that sixteen-year-old is signed or whatever? Uh-huh. Oh, I'm 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 twenty-seven. How? But think about it, like, oh, I'm twenty-one and uh, I'm not doing anything. Mm-hmm. That already is like killing your confidence, bro. Yeah. So before social media, there has nothing to compare to. You understand? And I've since middle. I was making music since middle. Well, you school. still did though. Like, yeah, it, it went. I mean, before the before the internet, there was magazines, and magazines would talk about like prominent producers but now it's just a lot more like now it's a lot uh, more difficult to not compare yourself to people because there's just so much more shit going there's on. so much more. It, the barrier to entry to be a music producer and a podcaster is so lo- it's astronomically low like think about this man in the 50s th- what we're doing right now was done in a fucking like in like fucking radio stations all across america you oh, know but they have never in someone's house like we gotta get that shit right. Yeah, now. it would be such a fucking problem. Yo, change the aluminum foil, bro. Dude, yeah, like, <laughs> like, dude. Now the barrier to entry is so low that anyone can get into it. But that, me- like, the like the difficulty that it takes to like make money from it 
is like it's also like a lot different now. It's just so much different. And I'm not gonna say it's easier or harder. It's just so much different now. I you see the the beauty of it is that I realized that it it was saturated. What a while what, ago. What the music production yeah. g- game? It's oh saturated. yeah. So, you oh, you so know what threw saturated. me off the most? What is when I'm I'll be up till two a.m. I'll make two three four, four beats or whatever. Okay. And I'm like, yo, this is fire, bro. And then. You'll see an advertisement of a of a dude selling five beats for twenty dollars, and that you'll look at that shit like five beats for twenty dollars. I'm like, bro, that doesn't even make any sense to me. Like, it threw me off completely. Why do you think people do that? Though? I don't. I I don't. I don't know. Maybe it's because they just have so many. It just doesn't. To me, I don't treat my music like that. How do you treat your music? Like, I, like, like you, I, must, you must. I treat respect it. my music. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Because I'm, I respect my music to the point where if I'm putting it in somebody else's hands uh-huh. we're gonna make music mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying oh how yeah, like, yeah, you're gonna send out five beats who's, like who's been one of your favorite uh tampa artists to like to collab with like it's your beat and it's his it's his voice like who's been like one or like a couple of your favorites to uh to go, to who, go in with who i've collabed with the most oh god wait i just want to say Ugh, the way that I just said that question <laughs> it was, was so yeah, like was, <laughs> was so like I was hoping you yucky. got there, yeah. <laughs> like, uh, like like so tell me, so fucking artist you Yeah, bro. Like, okay, it's like <laughs> I understand that my podcast is a fucking artist interview podcast, like whatever, but it's like I fucking hate asking like, so bro, like what do you think of the music industry? What are yeah. your thoughts on like fucking like I hate questions that just sound like so fucking like where you got that Google? Stuff. Yeah. <laughs> you got that on Google? Like yeah, actually right before this podcast, I googled uh, yeah. I frantically googled. Bro, I saw, oh my god. I qu- saw your flashcards, bro. Qu- question. saw <laughs> <laughs> your flashcards. <laughs> like oh, questions to ask music producers. Yeah, oh bro. my god. After he says this, just drop this question oh, real quick. God, bro. it's just fucking like but the thing is that I do want to know because I care about Tampa hip hop. Like, dude, shuffle. But on- you won't know is what I'm gonna, about to tell you. What? I, they, you won't know what I'm about to tell you because the answer to your question, who I've liked to collab with, yeah. is who I've collabed with the most since I was 15. But the thing is, that's fam shit. That's fam shit. The thing is, I can't. I haven't released more than five songs. Mm-hmm. You've you saw my beats on SoundCloud. I did. I've only released two songs. Uh huh. And I've been doing this for what twelve years. Yeah, not in the industry. Though. Have you, you thought? Have you it. thought about releasing a little bit more music? It's about to happen, brother. Okay. Yeah, oh brother. yeah. Shout out, freshen up, mm-hmm. Zay. You already know the album coming out center. Look out for it. We think it maybe July, bro. Double Dragon featuring Pusha Prem. I told them about the leak it, but I'm thinking about it still. Yeah. Yeah, that's coming out soon. Um. <laughs> yeah, that and that that one was with Prem. That that one got me real excited there. He's, Dude, he, Pusha Prem is the greatest guy, man. Oh, he's doing something else right now, brother. Hell yeah, because. Oh, bro. June 18th? Yeah. Oh, I'll be What's there. What's up? I'll be there. You riding? Come on, man. Of yeah, course. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I think you said you've seen him perform at Crowbar, right? Yeah, I saw him perform at Crowbar, but I feel like... It and was, he didn't take his shirt off, That was said. a fantastic... <laughs> pause. That was a fantastic performance. Yeah, But, bro. like, the way that it started, like, the sound was fucked up, you know? So oh, it's Crowbar? Like, yeah, like, I, I want to see Pusha I love Crowbar, yo. Ta- I, I'm shout, so hyped shout out to George. Tom, bro. Shout out Tom, bro. Crowbar. Yeah. I see. I don't really know the guys at Crowbar. Bro. They're, they're, they're the homies? It's a foundation. Yeah? Of the music. You see, the pandemic hit the scene hard, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, those bars suffered a lot because there were venues for artists, local artists, and they couldn't do shows. So how you paying, how you paying that rent? You know what I'm saying? So that's, yeah, you know, Save the- Our Stages was for that. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was for Crowbar. When I went to Crow- when I went to Crowbar to um for a couple different things. I saw I went I saw Push Prima Crowbar and I saw something else at Crowbar. I don't remember exactly what it was. But both times before the show started, the owner of the bar, who I'm assuming is someone that you know, yeah, he got up and he very seriously is like, we're respecting COVID. We do not want to get shut down. Yeah, though. Save our stages. They were on their ass, though. That's why, bro. Oh, they must have been. Yeah, it was like, it was ridiculous. Oh, potatoes. (laughs) Please hold for the podcast. Yeah, he got a timer, bro, for some sweet potatoes. Yeah. (laughs) Hold on a second. What up, IG? What's up, family? Shout out, Jeremy. Shout out, Vinicio Mindset. El Beco. This guy, bro. Look at these. Look at my cousins popping up. What you check? You checked on those? I just turned the oven off. I'm yeah, sure it's it. fine. What's yeah. up with that broil? Broil? Oh, oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> like, what the fuck is a broil? So broiling is when um, only the top part of the oven uh, goes. Like, it, like the bottom is off, the top part is on, and like insanely hot. So it's a good move if you want things to be crispy in the oven to just like put that on for like five six minutes. Like, dude, actually, um, at uh, like my mom taught me this awesome recipe for salmon. I, I, lo- I love salmon, like d- freaking delicious. Oh, salmon's amazing, bro. Oh yeah, and dude, Costco sells a full, uh, what would you call it? like a full salmon meat? A full a bag, bro. Yeah, the bag. What you mean? I mean, I feel like I'm walking out with the bag when I walk out with that salmon, but <laughs> it's not a bag of salmon. It's like a big piece of salmon. Well, say piece. And it's like a thick, fucking big ass piece. A fillet, a big ass fillet. Yeah, there we go. A fucking thank you, thank you, yeah, I thank got you. you. A fillet of salmon. Okay. And dude, you go in there, you buy it, bring it home, dude. You put some salt, some pep, you put some uh, slices of butter, garlic on powder. There. Oh yeah, a little bit of garlic powder. Uh, garlic powder goes on everything. Oh dude, <laughs> garlic powder is so good. Or minced garlic, so good. Bro, throw so, that shit in there, yeah. Yeah. So you, uh, ooh, mint, dude, minced garlic on salmon would be so you good. You have to, yeah. Yeah, I, my apartment would smell like absolute yeah, shit. Shit, yeah. Yeah, but, but gonna be full as fuck. It'd be worth it though. <laughs> it would be With so. Your potatoes. <laughs> yeah, it would be so worth it. Yeah, me and my sweet potatoes. Yeah. So, dude, the way that I cook salmon, I literally just broil it for seven minutes because it cooks from the top. And like the top gets nice and crispy, and the bottom gets cooked, but it's still soft. So it's like it's like a rare. It's a fish. layer thing. Yeah, ah, it's the layer thing. What? You make the layer With crispy. The, what, so broils? would you do that for chicken? Um, I've never broiled chicken. Yeah, but I've heard of broiled chicken. Hmm. Like broiled chicken is totally so a it's thing. a crispy skin. Well, how do they cook um rotisserie chicken? Like they just. Honestly, bro, I've seen it for 30 seconds. It just spins. Yeah, it just spins. They <laughs> it just spin just it. Spins, <laughs> <laughs> I just watched that shit at Publix. It's like, that's the one I want. Yeah. They <laughs> want you. Dude, have you ever eaten a full rotisserie chicken? Just like, right, it's happened. Dude, it's the best. It's the best. It's happened. The, the cheat code is don't eat the bread first. Get some chicken. Oh, in. like Hawaiian rolls? Oh, bro. you, Bro. Hawaiian rolls? The best. They're absolutely amazing. Yeah. The, the Do you Hawaiian. know you're supposed to put those in the oven? No shit. Ooh, I bet that'll be amazing, bro. But the thing is, I've not, been eating them wrong all the time. Yeah, but wrong it feels so right. Yeah, yeah, bro. It's definitely. I thought, fuck that. Yeah, it's right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> there's something like sweet about them. Yeah, there's a sweet little. They butter. definitely put like a little bit of Molly in each one. Like <laughs> a little sprinkle. <laughs> um, it's it's two thirty. I've had two Hawaiian rolls. In. <laughs> yeah, you call your best friend. You're like, I fucking love you and yeah. Hawaiian rolls. Yeah, I saved you too. Ah. But yeah, bro. Um, that's what it. Uh, the, the venues, bro. 
And that's something that was real scary for a lot of local artists, bro. Because that's mm -hmm. all we pretty much have is these places that we can and, showcase. Uh, bring the mic closer to you. Closer? Yeah. Right, cool. That's better? All right, awesome. Yeah, like as long as you're just like talking into it, you know? Right, cool. So that was a big, that was a big scare for everyone because we thought that. Yeah, oh, COVID? Yeah, oh my bro, God. In every aspect. I know we're just talking about the music side of things. But in every aspect, bro, COVID changed a lot of shit. Oh, dude, yeah. COVID was fucking crazy, man. Um, by the way, I want to give you a shout out because you brought this delicious. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Shout out. Shout out, Remy. Yeah. Remy shout Martin, out. 1738. Yeah. Wait, let me see this. Because I haven't actually looked at the bottle. I promote that shit. 1738. 1738. Wait, hey, wait a minute. Is that Fetty? <laughs> wait a minute. Is this, <laughs> yeah, bro. Is this, is this Fetty Wops? No, nah, he ain't do that. His name, that his name, first name, Fetty, not Remy. Wait, I'm but sure. but his thing is seventeen thirty eight, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, because he used to drink that. But I oh. think, oh, I'm I, that's what I'm thinking, bro. Seventeen thirty eight. Because when I see the look, bottle, look, um, <laughs> it's like that's the shit, though. Yeah, you see that seventeen thirty eight smooth killer. Yeah, I bet that was so good for their brand. Like, cause so many people now, like, like, you know, previously people would go to the liquor store and be like, Oh, 1738. That's cool. Yeah. But then Fetty Wap came around and it's like 2015. You walk in the liquor store and you look at it like, and you sing it. Yeah. 1730. Yeah. Let me get one of those. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know how many people probably are like, Ooh, that's, that's totally Fetty Wops. Yeah. yeah they yeah. just assume it. And don't look <laughs> it up. They're probably, yeah. I, I'm drinking on Fetty Wops uh, cognac. Yeah. How do you feel about these? Uh, I mean, it's all business ventures, but Diddy with Ciroc. Oh, it's dope. Like, Smart. It's I think it's an amazing move. Who was it? Who was it that uh, did a liquor thing too? Conor McGregor. Conor McGregor, The Rock, uh, the George Rock. George Clooney. What? Yeah, dude, The Rock has George this. Clooney. Yeah. What he made? He probably made actually, a, a the, Scotch. The, the Rock and George Clooney actually both have tequila companies. The Rock's making bread, bread. Oh my god, dude! I, it's a ridiculous amount of bread. That dude's a gorilla. Like yeah, that dude's the richest gorilla on the planet. But on he's dropped Fanatar. six, seven movies in three months. Like it's how the crazy. Fuck? Like <laughs> he's like he's so fucking strong. Like dude, he'll post videos of him working out, and it's just like the world's thickest chains over his shoulders. Like yeah. and he's just like fucking making making like breakfast with them, and breakfast oh, yeah. is like the scrambled healthiest eggs thing ever. in a hundred pound chain. Yeah, that's, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But that's bread right there. scrambled egg, scrambled eggs in a hundred pound chain. That would be like a shitty name for a SoundCloud mix. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like right, I, you could work out. You could work out with this, but uh, I could totally random R and B song in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> I could totally see someone's um, like, someone thinking like, "Yo, I have this dope name for the SoundCloud mix," and it being called Scrambled Eggs and Hundred Pound Chain. Yeah, please uh, like and share. <laughs> yeah, please, bro. Scrambled Eggs and Heavy Chains uh, out now. Ooh, eh, but um. Eggs and uh, eggs and scrambled chains, is sc chains and scrambled chains. I don't know. I'm trying Scram to make it sound scram cool. Scrambled chains. I'm really trying to make this sound cool, and it's not. It's not gonna happen. Bro. No, it's not. That's not gonna happen. Like, like at all, dude. <laughs> yeah. It's not gonna happen. Bro. Nah. Um, but dude, I mean, th the thing with the Rock is that he literally just does not stop working. Like him and Kevin Hart, Hart are yeah. both like. But they they're both nonstop workers, and bro, I mean, they get paid off of their fucking, they get paid off of their creativity, you know, like that's what they, that's what they do. Yes, I wonder how, you know, I wonder how many people work for Kevin Hart. Like, how many people are really oh. working for that guy? Oh, you see, that's something that people just completely misunderstand, bro. Yeah, because there's most definitely a whole team. Oh yeah, him, he's a company. It's just a whole team, bro. This is not what what needs to be done. To be at that level of success mm -hmm. is not for one person, bro. No. When when you see these big artists, 
you think like, damn, that's that man, right? Bro, there's 25 people in the back making sure that the flight is good for tomorrow. We got to be at American Airlines. Like, are the, the, the is the crew good? Are all the 20 hotel rooms good? Are Teams this, of are, lawyers. Bro, it's, oh, we could get to that. Yeah. Lawyers, you need those all the time, bro. Mm -hmm. Especially with being in producing and stuff like that, bro. Because sampling is a, it's a tricky game, but it's a gem in the hip hop world. Mm -hmm. I love to sample music. Yeah, but it's very, um, it's very hard to. It's not hard to. It's just scary. Because let's say I release a song. I I've sampled the Dire Straits before. Cool. Yeah, bro. I'd love yeah. to show you that song. Oh please. Hell yeah. It's called Alien Girl. Ooh. So. It was uh, the Dire Streets. It was a guitar solo. I'll send it to you. We could play in a little bit. Um, that right there is like, if that was to get huge, I would have to save every cent that I made off that song because they're coming from my ass because I didn't clear the sample. Mm. You feel me? Yeah, I do. You only, you know the difference between mixtapes and albums. Between mixtapes and albums? What's the, cl what's the textbook You don't make money of off mixtapes. You probably could though. Mm. If you do, you're in trouble. Really? Why? It all depends what's on your mixtape. Okay. Because you on mixtapes, you could use sampled music because you're not charging for it. I don't know if that's 100% true because you're still using someone else's music to, like, to you're benefit. You're not monetizing. Yeah, benefit in what? Um, recognition. You can't what? You're taxing recognition now? Well, you get recognition, and then mm -hmm. you can sell tickets. Yeah, that's the hustle. You can't touch that. I mean, yeah, and the hustle is where the problem now, lies. The issue is there. You're correct when it comes to this performing at a live venue uh -huh. and playing back that song that's not yours and being paid to perform yeah you're in trouble so when you drop a mixtape and you uh like it's clout what i'm saying is yeah. when you drop a mixtape and you get a bunch of clout and then and, and the mixtape has a bunch of samples on it you go and perform live and you you're going to sing different songs let me tell you how much clout because at that point if you're getting to that point I mean, you, you do, got uh, eyes on you. Uh, you could do local shows and nobody's going to know. Well, bro, bro, like, uh, I mean, now we're now uh, what we're talking about now has to be talked about on a case by case basis. Yeah, because it's like not you can't apply that to every single person. Lo local, you don't have nothing to worry about. Pretty much because you're getting paid two hundred dollars, yeah. bro. But if you go into uh, anywhere, let's say that you're getting paid. Let's go. You're going to live or something. You got a show at live. You yeah. perform a song that was not cleared. Uh -huh. By the way, if you're doing a show at live, you have a record deal or something, bro. Probably. Because you're not getting in there just like that, bro. Yeah. It's one of Miami's top clubs, bro. It just, yeah. just doesn't work like I've, that. I've honestly never been there, but I saw my buddy's uh, Snapchat story a couple weeks ago, and it, it's like more than a club. It's like a fucking circus in there. <laughs> like, th there's like a fucking stage in the middle. And, like, I went once, like, bro. Like, All I remember is the confetti. Like, dude, there's like, like Spider-Man is like coming from the ceiling. I think I bumped like... into Lil Wayne. I'm not even too sure. Oh, that's cool. How, yeah. Have you ever met a famous person? I think I was in the elevator with him, bro. He was a, he was a comedian, but... Do you I couldn't meet him, bro. I'm talking about all I did was remember the confetti. Oh, <laughs> so you could tell what kind of night that Dude, was. Dude, I met uh, I met XXX once. Word. Yeah, like I was. Um, this is back before he was famous, because you know he grew up where I grew up, but Miami uh, Gardens, right? Um, in like Broward County. Broward County. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like uh, he spent. I know that he spent a lot of time in um, not plantation. I don't know, but he went to my middle school. He's younger than me though. He's like four, five years younger than me. And he went to the same middle school as me. I'm pretty sure he got kicked out. He may not have. Mm. But 
around 2014, 2015, he was in my area, like Broward, Broward County. Yeah. Um, there's these awesome basketball courts in Western Florida. Uh, it's called Regional Park. Literally 12 courts, like six Damn, courts, bro. six courts, That's a whole league. Like it's like six and six, and it's it's fucking sweet. Um, I went. Uh, it, it like rained that day, but I wanted. I just wanted to like shoot around. I knew there wasn't going to be anyone there, so I went to the courts just with a basketball by myself. Started shooting around, just me on the courts. There's no one else there. Like no one else is even at the park. It's like a disgusting day. Like it's not raining anymore, but it's overcast. Yeah. Um, some like little short like black kid like walks onto the basketball courts and starts playing at a different court than me. And I'm like, cool, yeah, fuck, whatever. Um, I want to play with someone though, because basketball is fun. Yeah, one on one. Yeah. So I shoot around for a while, whatever. He's shooting around, and I like, I'm like, fuck it. Like I'm just gonna ask this kid if he wants to play. He looks smaller than me, but whatever. We'll have fun. Um, I go up to him, and as I'm approaching him, the first thing that I notice is the tattoos. Like, I'm like, yo, this kid looks very young, and this kid has a lot of tattoos for someone his age. Like, cool. Yeah. Like, whatever. Cool. Like, I don't, I don't know this kid. Like, whatever. Yeah. So I go up to him, and um, I'm like, hey, man, you want to play basketball? And he looks at me. He's just like, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yo. Yeah. So Yeah. Sounds about right. So, yeah, right. So I'm like, you have a lot of tattoos. And he's like, uh, he said something about like his mom went with him to get the tattoos or like. Sounds about right. Like so, Yeah, exactly. Because in every single one of X's um, interviews, he talked about his mom at some point. He has Cleopatra across his chest like that. Like he had a gigantic chest piece. that said Cleopatra on it. Like, I mean, fucking that's such a dude. So like I, he was like, no. And I and I walked away and like, like you know, I, I to be completely transparent, I'll never truly, truly know whether or not that was X. But if I had to put a percentage on it, I would say that's ninety-five percent X. The tattoo? You seen it? The, the, I mean, the dude, I was yeah, right bro, there. Yeah. I was, the thing is, I was right there. But if you're talking about the same area, bro, it's very possible, bro. Same area? I'm talking about yeah. the thing on his no, chest. I'm saying like the same area where you grew up in. Like, what do you mean? I'm Jewish. I'm saying you grew up with him. You said around the same area, the courts. Yeah. Yeah, I'm saying if you, if you are in the same area as him, it's very possible as well. Oh, I thought you said the St. Mary. I'm like, what? the St. Mary? That's why I said I was Jewish. <laughs> what? I didn't even know. No, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I met Fat Joe once, too. Um, I was young. I was in sixth grade. And or probably on, honestly younger, yeah. like maybe like you can't mistake that grade. he was probably just leaning back the whole time. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, um, I was on a plane and I like this was during the time of like don't dance, just pull up your pants uh, and do the rock away. You hear me? Lean back, <laughs> lean back, and I'm just there with my CD player. Yeah. This is so good, and I <laughs> this I, is so good. Yeah, and like ah and. Uh, so I get onto this plane and I'm like walking past, uh, what's it called? Uh, first class. Yeah. I'm walking, I'm walking past first class and I see, I, I look, I know I immediately know it's him. I'm like, Oh my God, it's, it's real. He's a real person. What the fuck? So I'm like, I'm trying to be cool. Cause I, at the time I was fucking, I was like, I was leaning back. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Straight up. Straight you, straight you weren't up. too sure. Like, you couldn't just, you couldn't see him. Dude, too well. It was so cool. So I walked past him and like, as soon as I walked past him, um, I like turn around to like see, oh my god, what the fuck? Like I look and dude, gigantic scar on his neck. I'm like, yo, what the fuck? Yeah, New York shit. 
dude, like I don't even I don't yeah. I, I, got, I don't have any questions. Bro. Yeah, he probably just went to the corner store to get an ice cream and shit happened. Bro. That's bro, just New York shit. Dude, who the fuck knows? Yeah, concrete shit, concrete jungle shit. So, um, I sit on the plane and we have the fucking plane ride, whatever, and then we get off the plane and he's waiting for his bag and my mom. I had told my mom during the plane, like, yo, like I think Fat Joe's on this plane. <laughs> so. Uh, my mom's like, excuse me? <laughs> oh, my God. Moms would do shit But like the that. best, though, because now I have a picture with Fat Joe. Hell yeah, bro. Yeah. Shout, I, shout I, out to my mom, bro. I'll, I'll never <laughs> She's watching for- right now, I think. Nice. Uh, I've, like, you know, I'll never forget the uh, the feeling of, of like, like I was standing there, and we, we, were, we were taking a picture, and he just, like, put, like, his arm around me, and I was like... Oh, what the fuck? Like, it's Yo. so crazy. Like, what? Oh, my God. Like, Yo, I got to see that the, picture. Oh, man. yeah. The picture of me with Fat Joe is so cute because I'm making, like, the dorkiest smile. I'm like, <laughs> you read as hell, bro. Uh, like, what, what the hell? Like, okay. Yeah. Not as dorky as I just did, but I was just, I was trying to play cool. Yeah, you know, I was exactly. trying to play cool. Trying, yeah. Yo, like, I got your album, bro. Like, just, you know, trying to be cool and shit. Yeah, but I couldn't be that cool. Nah, fuck that. Yeah. Like, like, like I see, at that time, I knew that one day I wanted to have him on my podcast. So, bro, like, no, hey, no, manifestation, no. bro. Put that shit out there. Yo, shout out Fat Joe. Dude, big shout out to Fat Joe. Big fat out. You come through. Uh, I'm wearing Air Forces right now, bro. So yeah. I represent, I guess, bro. Like the shout cool. out Fat Joe, Air Forces. Yeah, dude. Air Forces are so dope, man. They're transparent. What do you mean? You can wear them or anything. That's true. You go to the club. You go to church. You could go. <laughs> I don't know if you can go to. Ch- I mean, I'm I'm Jewish, but I don't know if you can go to church in Air Forces. No, nah, probably not, bro. I'm fucking with you. That's disrespectful as yeah, fuck, very bro. Very much so. <laughs> Hell yeah. Mm. Oh my gosh! See, dude, we met in the fucking my in my favorite way to meet people, just literally being surrounded by creative people. Like we met at a fucking album release party. Yeah, I was selling, I was selling, uh, I was selling juice. Yeah, I was wait. selling. Uh, so you're selling juice? I was selling juice there, bro. I, yeah, alcohol, alcohol with juice. It was, uh, it was like, uh, what's the juice? Like, what's in the juice? What's in the juice is uh, there was blueberry with uh, douce. Okay. Do saying Everclear, brother. Oh my God, dude. Yeah, how, how, much were you, how much were you selling it for? Well, the little ones were five, the tall ones were 15. Okay. Oh, what? wait a minute. Yeah, dude. you remember the red ones? I had them in the freezer. Wait, it, what, it wasn't like, were you like, was it in like one big jug and you were pouring nah. it? Yeah, that's what I thought. Um, It, it, it was in like little plastic Little things. plastic bottles, yeah, bro. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, what are those? They're little jamba juices. Little, little jumbo juices. Little ja- jamba juices. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't come up with a name yet, bro, but you know, we. We make it happen however possible. No, I mean, dude, that's cool, man. Oh, yeah. Yeah, dude, wait, how, how long have you been in Tampa for? Oh, shit. 20 years. Yeah? Where were you before I'm that? 27. I'm from, I'm from Jersey, bro. You're from Jersey? Yeah, Pasigma, Jersey. Pasigma, Jersey. Is that near? New Jersey. Yeah, New Jersey. Uh, is that near any, uh, like, forest or anything? Cause I, know, I, I know there's a big black bear problem. The first time I seen a forest when I went to Tennessee, bro. So I'm really? not even sure, bro. I don't even remember much of it. The only thing I the only thing I remember about Jersey is the apartment I lived in, bro. And that's oh, usually yeah? what it is when you're younger, right? Oh yeah, because like, remember shit. You like I feel like you don't become like a full human being until you're like. You but you really remember like, parts though. Yeah. Yeah. I like, can remember. When you're a child, you're just kind of like floating through life. We like I don't know how to do anything. You know what's ah. crazy? Have you ever looked back on pictures? Like let's say now, right now, if I Google Maps my old address when I was seven. It wouldn't make sense to me. But then I thought about it. I'm like, well, I was like four foot and everything in my perspective was completely different. That's think so true. It. Because think about I how look- tall adults are when oh. you're little. I looked at I looked at the picture, I'm like, that can't be the building. Because all I remember is looking up so damn high, waiting for my mom to throw down a quarter so I could go to the corner store. <laughs> it's so high. But then I look at the picture in Google Maps, I'm like, yo, that's like 
just a duplex. Like, it's just <laughs> not even that big, bro. Yeah. I thought about it like I was living in a tower. Do you think about this, bro? You used to get picked up by people. Like, when you were, like, three years old, <laughs> like, someone would just, like, pick you up. And bro, it, you, that, you would just be in the air now. Whee! We're Hispanic, bro. Let me tell you how this <laughs> shit goes down. <laughs> like you just get passed off to a random person, like, okay, <laughs> who is this? Like, I don't know. He brought a 12-pack, so just hold my son. Like. <laughs> just, I, don't, I don't know. Uh, I think that's the neighbor's neighbor. He brought beer. What, so what just, kind of Hispanic are you? I'm Dominican, brother. Oh, my God. Yeah. Nice, dude. Yeah, Dominican. Yeah, dude. I just read. I just read a great book about the Dominican Republic. Uh, it's called. It was called. Um, um, the the brief and wondrous life of Oscar Wow. Crazy book. Have it's you Dominican in what sense? The, um, the author's Dominican, or it's the, about Dominican? so the author is uh, Juno Diaz, and I believe he is Dominican. The book is about um, like it's about uh, f- uh, Fasa or fa- wow, what is it? It's about like uh, the Haitian side of mm. um, the Dominican Republic. Or like, or Haitians in Dominican in the Dominican mm-hmm. Republic, and oh, Fuku—that's what it is. Fuku. So Fuku is um like Dominican voodoo that is like, like it's like a curse upon a family, like Fuku Fuku, and then um if so, someone can put a Fuku on you, and then your family is cursed for generations. Generations, and shit. yeah. But and, and the only way to um this is all like like voodoo as fuck, and uh, like. Like the counter to Fuku is Safa, 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 Safa. So like really, really uh, like bright, I guess, white energy. I have no idea. What, what does Safa mean? I'm not sure, bro. I'm going along with you because oh, okay, these are okay. two new words you're showing me. But yeah, when it comes down to that voodoo stuff, bro, I, I believe heavily in energy. Yeah, that's better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, cool. I believe heavily in energy. There's a, where there's a negative, there's a positive. So what you just said is like Faka and then Sufu. Obviously, I'm thinking like the bad and the good, bro. Fuku and Safa. Yeah. Yeah. And um, in this book, it goes through an entire family who was cursed, and it but it doesn't start from like the, how the curse happened. Like you, you f- you find out yeah. like throughout the book. But dude, like it's such a fucked up book. It is so fucked up. It's dark or like oh, in that sense, dark. Like what happens to each family member? Like is just it, it all ends up in death or like just torment? Oh, there's a lot of death. And a lot, a lot of torment, a lot of death, a lot of just like fucking like, oh, how you run into no. that one, bro? The Joe Rogan experience. Someone recommended it for someone was talking about it on on Jerry, and um, I looked it up. Actually, if you go on Podcast Lawyer, my other Instagram, one of my posts is um, comment a book or something. Nice. And um, like I when I posted that, you know, like I got like 30, 40 books, but like since I um fuck, but since I. Uh, have had that up and I've had that up for like over a year now whenever I hear a like a good book like something that I'd actually be interested in reading I just go and comment on it and I'm just like ooh like read this at some point it's just like my it's my running list of books to read I envy you in that sense why is that I would love to be a reader yeah yeah I just can't I could read uh-huh. <laughs> okay let's <laughs> uh, uh, hello uh, yes I can read um, <laughs> he can read guys yes, guys yes yeah, he Thank can you. read. He can Thank read. you, everyone. <laughs> um, but I would love to get into a book like that and be, yeah? be able to read through it. Well, uh, when I'm was, a visual person. Okay, though. well, when was the last time you uh, fully read a book? The Bernstein Bears, and I think I lied on my reading log. Okay, I got you. Wow, <laughs> reading logs. Jesus. Bro, what's up with the reading I logs? That's, that's when this lying started, honestly. Well, dude, um, if you want to get into reading, then you should start small. Like, well, when, when I really first got back into reading, um, it was in law school, 
and my mentor gave me um he he sent me an audiobook of Jonathan Livingston Siegel which is like you know a lot of people come up to me and ask me about like podcasting and like like things like that and they're like how do I f- figure out what I what I want to do like how do I figure out like what I'm interested in because everyone thinks that they're interested in like or excuse me excuse me let me rephrase that Everyone knows that they are interested in something. Yes. But the question is just how do you figure that out? How do you pursue it? Like, yeah, and the answer is to, like... Go. Try a lot of different things. Just go. Yeah, just go. But, like, like, more specifically, to try a lot of different things. Like, because you're not going to be able to, like... You might think that you're really, really into DJing, i.e. me, but then start podcasting. And it's like, oh, like... This is what I wanted to do. Like I, st- I love DJing. I mean, all my shits over there. I fucking DJed my buddy's wedding, mm-hmm. like fucking last weekend. It was fucking lit. Um, shout out to Phoebe and Ashley. Congratulations. Yeah, congratulations. Yeah, yeah, that was a crazy wedding. But like, you know, a lot of people come up to me and they're like, um, a lot of people are intimidated of pursuing their creativity, mm-hmm. and, which is fine because it's like very. You're being vulnerable. Like, I, dude, look at what I do. Is. Look at what I do, bro. I literally put hours and hours and hours of conversation on the internet for free. I've definitely said some shit in podcasts that maybe before I started podcasting, I wouldn't want everyone in the fucking world to know. (laughs) Yeah, like, it's just true. But part of podcasting is being vulnerable. Part of podcasting is, is like, allowing people to, like, get to know you, you know? I mean, it's the fucking, it's the Graham Radio podcast. Like, I'm on every single episode, you know? Like, you're going to get to know me. Uh, But, like, more to the point of what I'm trying to say here, a lot of people come up to me and they talk to me about how they want to start doing something creative, but they just don't know how to do it. And I tell them the same fucking thing. Read Jonathan Livingston Seagull. Jonathan Livingston Seagull is a book literally about a seagull. And it is in a flock of seagulls. And that whole flock of seagulls is just like, you know, they're normal seagulls. They're, they go to the fishing boat and they wait for the fishermen to bring up the fish and they steal fish and like they, they congregate and mm-hmm. they, you know, they're fucking seagulls, you know, but Jonathan is high up in the air and he darts down. He allows himself to free fall and then tries to catch himself, but he like rolls over and he crashes and ah, like he just couldn't do it. All he cared about was getting amazing at flying. All he cared about yeah. was being the best fucking flyer and the congregation of all of the, fl- or the, excuse me, the flock congregation. What the is flock. This? What is the fucking city council? The congregation. The congregation. Or, or the temple. The congregation. Welcome. Yeah. yeah. So the flock ostracizes him because everyone's like, he's different. He can't fly. He's, no, 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 no. Like, he is the only one who's trying to fly. He's the only one who's in the air trying to be amazing at flying while everyone else is just like waiting around by the fishing boat, hoping to get fucking fed, just being fucking uh, uh, being a sheep, you know, from I mean, being a being a seagull. Yeah, being a seagull. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) literally. So but uh, Jonathan, the fuck? Come on, people. Eh, Fucking who cares? Uh, Hold on. Hold on. The fuck? See, uh, Jesus Christ. No, I don't want that. I want... Oh, wait. There we go. There it is. The fuck was that? Sorry about that. Here, wait. Let me... Hold on. Um, so... Jonathan Livingston Siegel was the only one who was lear- trying to learn how to fly. Trying to be the greatest flyer. And everyone saw him doing that and literally kicked him out of the flock. Because he was different. different. Literally because he was different. And Jonathan Siegel was like, Ah, oh, fuck. Like, that sucks. 
and he just goes off and lives his life and learns how to be an amazing flyer and meets people or people uh, seagulls who also care about flying and he builds this community up of people who just care about flying and it's the same exact thing for pursuing creativity once you start doing your artistry everyone's in a fucking everyone's an artist once you start doing your artistry you will meet like-minded people and you'll live an amazing life mm-hmm. yeah that's exactly what I say about the secret bro you consume everything around you whatever you surround yourself with it is you yeah that's what yeah. our parents said wow, to yeah. us oh you are who you hang with it didn't make sense until you get older like oh shit like well um and you meet yeah. different people because everything that you're consuming the conversations that the only conversations that you're probably having with the people that are around you and you're around these people that's everything you're consuming, bro. So yeah, absolutely. It. It's it's like getting stuck in a small town. All that's you know it. is that small town. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. So for you, you got to understand the things you want to pursue. Yeah. And place yourself. Not everybody's that. the same, man. You got to f- try to fly. Yeah. You, you have gotta, to. You got to try to fly. And that's something that's held me back years, bro. Mm-hmm. Fear. You know, fear, fear of failure. Fear of, okay. Failure, bro. Mm-hmm. Because that's the, when you're creative, bro, <sighs> you expect I think my music, I love my music. You know what I'm saying? And um, I love criticism. I, I want criticism. Oh, dude, it's I such a good feedback. thing that you said that. Yes. I want it. Yes. At one point, at first, it's like it was really hurtful because I didn't know how to handle criticism. Mm-hmm. And it was like, damn, bro, is it really trash? But How the, did you handle it at first? Um, I kind of, uh, it was more emotional than anything, honestly. Like when I felt like, and it wasn't like a bad criticism. It was a self-criticism, bro. That's the problem. When comparing yourself to others is a bad thing. That's where it comes in. Because you, we're harder on ourselves than anybody else. We're our, we're our judge and jury. It's very important to be yes. very hard on and yourself. And that's, that's what brought me to this, to this moment, honestly. Mm-hmm. I never saw myself doing a podcast or talking or like, you know. Or being out like this, vulnerable. Mm-hmm. That's why a lot of uh, a lot of my music is very exclusive to the, my circle, because I'm I was afraid of yo. This is trash, bro. I don't know why you're a producer. You know, you kind of believe in yourself. Oh, did people say that to you? No. <laughs> or, or, like, or like, like, do you think that people said that in in nice ways to you? Is that what you're saying here? No, 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 no. no. What I'm saying it was a fear of being told that. Mm-hmm. So you would never shoot your shot. Oh, I see what you're saying. You'll never shoot your shot. Yeah. If you think you can't make three pointers, you'll never go to the gym by yourself and embarrass yourself. You'll never get better at shooting three pointers. If you're a pussy, you know that what I mean? part. Yeah. You feel me? Yeah. I mean, dude, one thing about pursuing creativity, you can't be a pussy. You can't. Yeah. Like straight up, you gotta fucking not care go about for people's. It. I mean, dude, what, what we're really talking about here is people's judgment. You know? Because like, I mean, dude, anything that you do, you're gonna fucking fail at. But. When you're scared of people judging you for your art, then you lose. Yeah. Yeah. Who, the only person that loses in that situation is the artist, is the creator. Yeah, because then they don't, fu- then they're not fucking fulfilled. And they're not even trying to be fulfilled at that point. Exactly. I'm going to move your camera. The, be- the beautiful thing better. is when you get over that. Yeah. That's where the superpower kicks in. Oh, I know. Because guess what? You start forming everything to you. Mm-hmm. What, I, I'm me now. Like, this is my sound. Yeah. We're going to rock with this. Yes. You feel me? Yes. Not like, oh, because sometimes, you know, a Young Thug will drop an album or J. J. Cole's last album. Uh-huh. 
it was full of beautiful sampling and it inspired me to try to sample again. Yeah. That's cool. I love that type of inspiration. Before I'm like, damn, I want to make a beat like that. Mm-hmm. But now I, I, what I do is I want to make a beat with that process. Not that sound. It doesn't have to sound like that. It doesn't have to be boom bap. We could go atmospheric sometimes. You know what I'm saying? I love making stuff like that, like theatrical. Ooh, atmospheric. I love it. I love that word. Yeah. But the thing is, it doesn't sell. Not not well. Damn. Yeah, because everybody wants that 808 to hit quick. Mm-hmm. I used to make beats that were very long intros more for the creating of an atmosphere. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Like textures and stuff and be like, oh, shit, that's like longer than eight bars. And I'm like, is in my head, I'm like, is this music rappable? That was a, that's a problem I ran into because I didn't limit myself when it came to production. I would have four or five different sounds, a symphony. I'll create a symphony with four or five different sounds. But I would leave no space for an artist. I didn't have like that, oh, I'm making this for... I see, I see what you're saying. I'm I, just I, going I do, off, I, I see what you're saying. I'm just like making beats, bro. That's it. Like, is this... But it got to a point where like, shit. It got to a point where you got you to gotta fill your gas tank and then all these, these things you want to figure out. Like, how can I turn what I love to put money in my pocket? Mm-hmm. And that's the biggest transition, I think, in anybody's career. And okay, so, you, so a little bit earlier we were talking about how like money can't be the goal, but at some point money should come in because I think that you need to be comp. Well, I don't think you people need to be compensated for their hard work. It's just a fact. Yes, and I don't believe money is happiness. I believe money is an extremely vital tool. Mo- money is it's like a, a result. Money, money is a tool, bro. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's a, it's an, it's absolutely yeah. a tool. Um, money, just like followers are just like, um, I don't like the word result. Maybe like, but not not consequence. Money is like, money and followers are the result of your hard work. And like, you got to make sure that whatever you're doing for your hard work is something that you actually like fucking enjoy doing. <laughs> I'm going to say this real quick. Money and followers could be compared in that way, but they can't be the same. Money, you have. Followers, I can't tell you that. Okay, let's put it like this. YBN Namir has 4.2 million followers. YBN Namir. uh, I forgot his hit song or whatever. Okay. Uh, But it's irrelevant to the point. Yeah. 4.2 million followers, and he's projected to sell 4,000 in the first week. Really? Yeah. Make it make sense. I mean, I I don't know. I I don't know. No, 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 no. And what I'm saying is, like, Like your followers do do, do not transpire to fans. And that's somewhere, that's something that artists fail at. I think it depends on how you got those followers. Like, uh, you know, you my, got famous. Well, okay, uh, yeah. Well, getting a lot of followers is getting famous. But the question is, like, how did you get famous? How did you get those followers? If you do it in, like, a really, really organic way, and the whole time that you're doing it, you're keeping everyone engaged, then when people, when you drop your merch, like, okay, Selection. Selection is the perfect example. So for the listeners, Selection is a mu- is a music collective in L.A. They're freaking, the, they're, they are the sickest, and they drop a radio mix every single week, and they have dropped one every week for the last 10 years. They just Dang. hit 500. Uh, maybe a month and a half ago, they hit 500. Dude, they are the next Supreme. What I mean by that is when they drop merch, it is gone. Like, you cannot get Selection merch, ever. It's, it's like, okay, you see, like, behind you, uh, Music, Wine, and Incense, you see that? Okay. That's Selection. The Timeless Classics hat, 
that's selection. Huh. I have a bunch of stuff in my closet that's selection. And dude, like it, their followers. And I mean, I don't know their metrics. I don't know their metrics. I don't work for selection. But the fact that they have like 150, maybe 200k followers, maybe uh-huh. maybe 300k followers, and they drop out, or they their merch goes like that. They're doing something right, dude. Like it takes a long time for them to mail the merch because of how much people buy. Like it is, it is astronomical. Yes, man. It's beautiful. It makes me smile. Yeah, because it they, makes me smile. Because yeah, I looked at your hats. Yeah. Hey, they're dope. Yeah. It's a font on a hat. Uh huh. Let's be clear of what it is. It's a what it's on a hat? tangible. The tangible is a font on a hat. Letters on a hat. Yeah. What's really sold is the brand, bro. Uh huh. Just to say that what you just said, how you were so excited to say, "Yo, I got two hats from Soul Selection." Yeah. I looked at it and it didn't say selection, bro. Nah, yeah, you feel yeah, me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What yeah. you bought was the brand and to be a part of that brand. Dude, and that's it's, that's it's such a lifestyle. As bro. artists, you have to create that. Uh-huh. You have to create a brand. Not to not to reference Wait, him. Can I I want to amend what you're saying with okay, brand. Cuz like brand, like Old Navy's a brand, yes. you know, but like Old Navy doesn't have like what what I think should be in in replace of the word brand um like a vibe. Like like a vibe is like the energy that a brand gives off, and like the vibe of Old Navy is like you know sort of dorky, but you're gonna go out with what you want. The vibe of Selection is like, this is cool, this is chill, but in like a really like, in like a it, I, it's it's Selection. Like you can't like des- you, it, you can't describe the feeling of Selection. It is just Selection. Would you say vibe is a it would, could be another not another word. But vibe is like maybe your market at the same time. Vi- because um, about what you give off is what you're trying to reciprocate what you want back. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Oh, totally. Old Navy. That vibe is. Oh, what was it again? What, dorky. No, but, but, but you're going to get out with what you want. But, you but, know? You, but they, they have those dorkies. They're going to buy whatever they want. They have those people. You know, That's I'm what they want. Shit. I think this is actually a Gap shirt. No, it's most definitely yeah, a Gap, Yeah, this is bro. Gap. Yeah. Yeah, this is literally That's a Gap, gap. shirt. Yeah. And this is cool. That's usually next door for Old Navy. Like. <laughs> yeah. Bro, bro, oh, wait, did I say Gap or Old Navy? That you said you were talking about Old Navy. Okay. Old Navy's cool. I'm, I'm take, I, I was thinking of the Gap. Yeah, yo, hey, shout out Old Navy because in the, in the winter, bro, they got the matching PJs. Oh, no shit? Yeah, shout out, babe. My favorite pair of jeans ever. Um, they, I've, I wore them to death. Uh, they have a hole They're in them. They're definitely now. blue as fuck. Um, they, they are blue. They are blue. <laughs> they are such. Fu- They're so great. They're from Old Navy. Oh yeah. Yeah, they, you're gonna run through those. Yeah, bro. Oh yeah. Yeah. But just, I had them for like three years. I wore them. Like, you're gonna at least put extra holes in them and be like, "Yo, this is a Robin jeans." Nah, bro. but the holes are in the crotch, so it's like you can't wear them. You anymore. can't only wear them on a Tuesday. You know what I'm saying? Public like, like around the house. Yeah, like, for run? a public run. Yeah. Quick though. Yeah. Yeah. Quick I mean, though. Well, you can't be too them. long. I still have them. Just I like a pub server too. And you gotta slide, dude. When it comes to uh, like holes in clothes, I see what I used to do is like, yeah, this has a hole, but I'm just gonna keep it. You know, like whatever. Um, if now, if my clothes have holes in them, I fucking, th- I rip it. Like, I rip, like, like aggressively, it's shorts I rip now. it. <laughs> we got shorts now. <laughs> and then, yeah, but like, I rip it to the point where it's like destroyed and I have to throw it away. Because if I don't do that, I'll throw it away and I'll be like, ah, maybe I'll wear it. Maybe I'll cut, maybe I'll cut it and make it into shorts, like fucking whatever. Um, like, but now I just rip it and I just fucking throw it. I do that with like underwear and shit. When, when we, when we were talking about with the whole branding thing. It's uh, it's 
basically your foundation of what you want to do as an artist. Yeah. And that's where uh, my announcement comes in. This is something Ooh. that I can help with. What's your announcement? All right, check this out. Um, I've signed the deal with Ingroves and Universal Music Whoa. for a distribution. Congratulations. Yeah, here in Tampa, brother. Wow. So, Universal Music. Congratulations, man. I appreciate man. that. And I'm taking this opportunity to let artists and producers know that whatever marketing needs they need, distribution, to hit me up. The door's open. And uh, to get your music, you get them in Walmart. You, some people don't know that how to get on playlists, bro. They don't know how to get on rap caviar, like the Spotify playlist. Yeah, they don't yeah, know yeah. how to get on. They don't know how to put their music up on Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud, and monetize their music and get their bread. Yeah, yeah. That's I think that's one of the biggest issues that artists run into mm-hmm. and marketing themselves. So that's something that I put out there. You know, took a little chance right there. That, uh, that's really smart of you, man. Dude, dude, congratulations. That's I a appreciate huge that. It's not something, you know, I didn't want to, I don't go around saying it because it's something that it's, it could change somebody's life. So yeah. I, I think um, soon, I think I might sign my first producer and um, trying to drop an album. Any clue who that might be? Lace Beats. Lace Beats. Yes, sir. Really? You, when you look him up, bro, you see. Uh, yeah, yeah. I I'll love his sound, up. bro. Lace Beats, he has a special sound, bro. And I think with what I could bring to the table, probably it's very possible that he could have a song on love and hip hop, bro. And that's something that a lot of that producers would be something listen, really special. A lot of producers kind of close their own doors. Uh huh. They don't realize that. Oh dude, people love being their own worst enemy. They don't, they don't know. Like there's songs that I've made that I'm like, yo, this could be the intro for freaking super Mario or type shit. You got to realize that these things are very possible. Yeah. TV synchronization rights is a thing, bro. Yeah. And people don't know that. It's huge. People just want to make beats and hoping yo Gotti calls them. As producers, we have to understand there's various ways to make our money. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the ways. And, you know, some people don't understand distribution, but that's something I'm here to help with. What do you think about, like, the importance of becoming, like, a like a social media figure, uh, like, in order to um, expand your uh, music producer brand? The importance of becoming a social media figure? Yeah. You said? Yeah. Is it, it helps. It, it, it helps. Okay. okay. It helps. Okay. Yeah. But... How I see things is that being personal with artists that you want to create music with, mm-hmm. it's more satisfying than just, I mean, I can compare it to like, let's say there's like Illmind, Illmind producer. You could say he has a s- super social following yeah. as Twitch goes off on live. He's created his own cryptocurrency. Sick. Black coin. He has a token. He has a token, bro, <laughs> that you can use to buy beats. Sick. Or Damn. if you save up enough or buy enough, you buy a session. Whoa. That's savage. That's that, that's that's so that's smart. Intelligent. That's so smart. That's hell- I went to a seminar two years ago. Whoa. Damn, dude. You, you're really into this. <laughs> that's what I do. Good for you, man. Yeah, dude, bro. That's hey, shout out awesome. Spondatola. That, that is really That's my brother awesome. right there. How, uh, how Slot many? Funk yeah, Dust. Yeah, go ahead. Beat Fanatics. Yeah. How many songs do you have out that aren't under you? No. Like that that are just produced by you, yeah. Out how out? Cause right. I got a song. I got two songs on SoundCloud. Okay. With uh, by my boy Sean Wins, which is called Wait and Grinch. Mm-hmm. You know, I put those out. I've been very meticulous. Yeah. I've been in my cave for ten years, bro. Uh huh. Trying to see my route. And now you're ready to come out. Oh, I'm ready. So speaking of you being ready to come out of your cage, you sent me three songs. Yeah, I sent you a couple of beats right there. Um, yeah. one of them was uh. Shout out QC Media. Uh, they had posted me on their page. 
And oh, no shit. Nice. Yeah, bro. And at that moment... Dude, QC Media is dope as hell. I, I love what they're doing, bro. They really kind of saved... <laughs> thinking about it, they kind of saved a lot in the pandemic, bro. Yeah? There was nothing going on in the pandemic. That's so true. Think about it. QC Media came out in the beginning of the pandemic, and artists were able to... Continue connecting. Continue connecting. Yeah, man. I mean, dude, like... It almost felt like we weren't... We just weren't outside with it. Yeah. We weren't outside with it, but we were able to reach outside. I mean, and dude, I appreciate that. Like, think about this, man. I mean, in a way, you know, maybe not directly, but QC Media saved places like Crowbar, saved places like the Orpheum, because if it weren't for... Um, if it weren't for entities connecting artists and continuing to, like, put out music <laughs> and, like, introduce, like, fans to music, then, like... That like the the Tampa music scene could have taken an even bigger dive. I mean, right now it's gigantic, mm -hmm. obviously. Oh, but so dude, we're next, bro. Dude, yeah. I mean, yeah. Dude, Come on now. Dude, it's that's why I moved here, man. Yo, that's why I moved here. Hey, yeah. Champa Bay, literally, dude. Hey, bro, that burger that brought up property value, bro. The hip. You gotta understand scene, what the, the sports. Do. The hip hop <laughs> scene here is so fucking awesome, man. Like it, it's just a never ending fucking pit. Dude, it, it it literally never ends, and everyone is so, for the most part, everyone is very fucking supportive. Yes, yeah, I'm extremely grateful of QC Media because at that moment, you know, they were gonna run run a promo. I think I was working, bro. I look at my phone, and my favorite artist had hit me up. No shit, who's that? Dog, Tom G. Yeah, Tom G, bro. He's a legend out here, my brother. Yes, sir. I'll check him out. What? Closer to my dreams, Tom G. Oh, please is remember, a song. I've been here since yeah, January. Bro. Yeah, I no, know I know, shit. but yeah. I'm gonna put you on. Please, Tom G, bro. Okay. Yo, Tom, check your email, bro, because he he loved the beat I sent. He's like, that that blew my mind, bro. Yeah. Like when I looked at my phone, and he had followed me. Hey. And he he's like, yo, send a pack. Savage. I was like, what? I I think <laughs> I called like three people first. I'm like, yo, <laughs> because I swear, yeah. bro. Ever since when I started hearing his music when I first got here to Tampa, it was uh, it it, it unlocked this like, yo, we, th th the way he was getting so gutter on it, bro. Uh -huh. When I say gutter, it's like, yo, he's really saying that shit on the type of beats. It's the hit your soul, bro. When you listen, you're gonna you're gonna understand what I yeah. said. Yeah. Oh, dude. Yeah. Please. Tom. Send it. Tommy, bro. Hey, he just got a book that came out. Go cop that. He got a book. Yeah, bro. Like a book. Yeah. On some Tom shit. <laughs> Swear, bro. Just a book, bro. Yeah. Like like up. a like a fictional novel. Like on some raw shit. Like on some raw shit. Yeah. What's it about? Autobiography. It's oh, about it's him. An autobiography. Damn. Yes, sir. Oh shit. That's dope, cool. right? That's so dope. So, man, dude, writing an autobiography has got to be a really trippy experience. Like you're literally writing your life story. What? That's awesome though. That's so true. If you have enough to write your story, uh, a book about your life, yeah, I think we we good. Sometimes I feel like I can make a movie every single day. Sometimes, bro, I tell my girl, I'm like, yo, what the hell just happened the last thirty minutes? If we had cameras here, this shit would be viral as fuck. <laughs> yeah, right. That's that's so funny. <laughs> then my why my dog? Why is my dog on the table? <laughs> is he on top of the cabinets and that's shit? That's fucking like, hilarious. Okay, wait. So we got a couple songs here. All right. Yeah. Uh, you yeah. could play uh hurt tag. That's the Her beat. Tag? Okay. Yeah, that's the beat right there that uh, Tommy wanted. So you're gonna remind him real quick. Oh. Right? Yeah. Uh huh. What up? This is Graham Radio and this bitch. You know what I'm saying? 1738. You already know what it is. <laughs> 
saw that noise everybody looking at me got choice uh gram radio grp yeah oh my god i'm so solo you know me solo grp and faye bb yeah you know baby we gonna be the greatest podcasters in the city oh yeah you know that's q to the c uh. i don't even rap but i'm gonna do my thing i'm just sipping on the 7038 you already know what i do <laughs> yeah dog this is fucking good dude That's a, it's a funny story when these beats come out, bro. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm. Uh-huh. 1738. Uh-huh. 1738. It's on my plate. Gonna take a good looking girl on a date. Date. Might even buy her a nice fillet steak. What? Oh my god, yo, you my baby, baby. Steak. No A1. Yeah, I'm feeling it. You already know my niggas coming with the steak. Bow, the steak. Bow. You already know he gon' get it. Feeling myself, and uh, you know I'm fly uh, with it. I got a white hat and my girl fat. That's with a pH, <laughs> and you know that she's so curl. She my bebe. Oh, that was a bad one, but I don't yeah. even care, baby. Ooh, yeah. Uh, so solo, whoa, bro, so bro, loco. Yeah, you know I don't like doing cocoa, but I fuck with the popo all day, bro. You know May. Yeah, you know it's the month of May. It's the 26th. 27 <laughs> is tomorrow, and you know that I'm gonna. Go, go, all, all, uh, fuck, fuck that up, but it's all good. Yeah, you, my boy, yeah, you know that you are in my hood. Check your email right now, real quick. My email? Yeah, bro. okay. Because what I'm about to send you right now, look, I, I, I've been working on a project, all right? Okay. I, what, how I thought about it is like, I've written music to most of my beats, bro. Okay. I have music written already. Yeah. In my beats. So I'm thinking, I was like, look. If I could get eight to nine, ten songs, and with the networking I have now and the the fear that I let go, I can keep my hooks and get verses from my, my friend. You know, nice. I'm not. I don't want to say they're my friend, but I respect them as artists, and I would love to have. I'm that. sure they respect you as an artist. I appreciate that. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Shout out Yism, bro. I asked him like, "Yo, bro, I want oh, you on my Yism's project." My God. Yo, yo. His album. Yeah, it's coming out. It's gonna be absolutely amazing. I'm so excited for it. Um. I don't want to say too much. Yeah. I've, I've lended an ear. Say a little bit. <laughs> it's it's good. I told him this is one of his best projects. And when is the, the release party? The 12th? I think it's the weekend before pushes. I think it's the 12th. I do definitely want to make sure exactly. Yeah, here, you figure it out and I'll talk. Dude, Yism, uh, do you know what the Black Unorthodox podcast is? No. Dude. Oh, I mean, he was on there twice. I don't know. Nah, I didn't nah, look nah. Into it's not it, that huh? he was on there twice. Dude, the Black and Orthodox podcast is hosted by Yism and Cloudmaster. June 12th. June 12th. Okay, yes, yeah, sir. sweet. Uh, that's, is that a Friday? I think that's a Friday. Whatever. It, I'm pretty I, I'm it, like, I think it's a Friday because I think Juneteenth is on, on a, on yeah, a yeah, Saturday. Yeah, Ju- yeah, Juneteenth is. Wait, wait. Wait, wait, wait. wait. That don't make sense. That doesn't make any sense. Hold on. Um, I mean, it's not that. Yeah, yeah. It's a. Let's take a really, really quick look. Um. No, I'm in July. Calendars, right? No, okay, it's on a Saturday. Mm. June to a Saturday, June twelfth. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so the Black Unorthodox the Black Unorthodox podcast is a podcast that's recorded in here and the hosts are Yism and do you know Cloud? Cloudmaster? In here? Yeah. Like it. Like in here. His room? Like here. Like I like I'm the producer for the Black Unorthodox podcast. Yeah. Oh, dude, it's been going on for like two months. Like Bro. This is news to me, brother. Oh, dude, yeah. The Black Unorthodox it, it's fucking it's so fucking fun. Do you know Cloud? Like Cloudmaster Price, do you know that guy? Cloudmaster P. 
Yeah. 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 He, uh, it's him and Yism. Know him personally? I'm not gonna cap on on air. Like okay. I don't think I've met him personally, bro. But I've seen really his name cool a lot guy. Really, so. really, really cool guy. We have a lot of mutual friends, I suppose. Yeah, he's like my least favorite person. Yo, link up, Cloud. Yeah. You said his least favorite person. <laughs> You're like his least favorite person? No, no, no. no. I, we're each other's least and most favorite people. Oh, that's okay. We'll fix it's that. It's just level. fucking true. Link up. I got a little nah, drink for you. There's nothing to fix. It's unfixable. <laughs> oh, that dude, shit. That dude's just terrible. Um, <laughs> dude, so, okay, wait. You say so you're sending you're sending. Yeah, I'm going to send you because I was talking about a project, bro. And uh, this one's called Baby Girl, the one I was singing. Yeah. This is just a single that I'm thinking is going to be the next single, brother. And uh, I just wanted to show you. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah please it's when my it. boy wins, bro. If it's easier to text, you can text. Cause like I just send it through email. You send it through email? Bro. Okay, yeah. Sweet, sweet, sweet. I don't know if you got that WhatsApp joint or not like that. Um I do, but ugh, what's yeah, up? Yeah, it's complicated as fuck. You gotta download it, move it through the folder, like uh, unencrypted, like all WhatsApp, this WhatsApp is just annoying. I'm I'm not a big fan of I'm not a big WhatsApp guy. So by I the way, by I the way, if you're listening to this right now, I fucking love you because we're literally not talking about anything. We're just like not we're both all. just like on our phones. It's <laughs> probably like my mom and dad are watching and shit. Nice. Shout, shout out, out my parents. Shout out to his parents. Yo, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I sent you that. So check this out, um, um, bro. I'm not a singer, bro. Okay, I don't that's sing. Okay. I didn't think that you were. But I think it's just my friends that gas me up, bro. They'd be like, "Okay, bro, I love the way you sounded." And I'd be like, "Get out." Okay, so this is Feb four four four. Oh, four yeah, four four is your number. Yeah, that's just the uh, the title name is called Baby Girl. Baby, baby, it's a F A B featuring wins. <laughs> yeah, it got it got lyrics. Oh shit, okay. Baby girl, this is you. Baby girl, you so fine, you so fine, you on my mind, mind, all the time, all the time, you on my mind, baby girl, baby girl, you so fine, you so fine, you on my mind. All the time, all the time, you on my mind. She call me up, I pick up, what's up? She say pull up, I say hold up. She say fuck you, me hold up. I hang up the phone when she act like that. She call me back, say my bad, relax, don't be getting mad. I be like, alright, I'll be on my way in like five. Roll up, put out something nice. I came through like six, my bad. Run it up, cash, no checks. That's my bitch, no pet. 24 carry my wrist. Penny on the floor, rip, rip, rip. Leave my cup liquid. I feel like cough on my chest. Still can't get you out of my head, no. No. You act like you don't know me no more. No, no. You act like you don't love me no more. Baby girl, baby girl, you so fine. You so fine, you on my mind (laughs) All the time, all the time You on my mind Baby girl, baby girl You so fine, you so fine You on my mind All the time, all the time All the time, you on my mind You on my mind Baby girl, you on my mind You know it's unfinished Yeah Got a skateboard, I'm on my grind. Grinding. Damn, you my baby girl. Every time I look, you are my world. 
world gonna talk about you all of my damn podcast yo. all my baby girls looking at me they like yo take me to class. class i'm down take you anywhere yeah walk you up the stairs oh my god hold my hand give you a damn care bear i'm late for class <laughs> to left your ass <laughs> All right, last one, bro. You want to hear that Dire Straits one? Want to hear that Dire Straits? All the time. And you're going to know it. Baby girl. Nobody's heard uh, this one. Uh, baby girl, you all my, mind. Baby girl, all my mind. Baby girl, you all my mind. Can't do nothing without you Cause you my baby girl, baby girl, baby girl, baby girl, baby girl baby. Ah. Hey yo bro, yeah After this you gotta come lay that down bro at the crib <laughs> Pass me the little 17th or night After this? Yeah Yeah. You're gonna love the next song bro And that baby could be that's, that, that's the last sauce I'm dropping on y'all Yeah and uh, don't, pour, don't pour too much Cause like we're gonna end pretty soon Yeah of course But like yeah Okay, so you sent me... This one's the Dire Straits one, bro, and I feel like you were interested. I have not gotten it yet. You I have not? I'm waiting on it. Baby girl, you are my mind. Baby girl. You're giving me Axl Rose vibes, bro. Baby girl. Oh, my... <laughs> my How you like that song though? For real, it was was a little uh, smooth. I like the verses. I didn't like the chorus. Like I, I didn't like the um, like the the, the yeah the chorus. Like I yeah. felt like I, what I, it, what was missing. The backing was awesome. Like the instrumental was awesome. I just didn't like the chorus part. Mm-hmm. But the verses I thought were what could I have done awesome. better. What could I have done? I'm better? not a fucking producer. I, I don't yeah, know. no, no. I'm saying like my vocals. Yeah, that's what you're saying. Dude, I, I'm not. No, no, it's okay. I, I literally could not tell you like what I feel, you. I feel like it was empty. It needed something in the back, maybe. I mean, dude, listen, man. I'm not a producer. Yeah, no. I, I'm <laughs> not a producer, but I'm straight up. You know, um, God, like, this shit is not fucking coming through. Uh come on, uh, you fucking. Why though? Why? Let's see how we did on the YouTube views. Ooh, um, can I tell or no? Uh, baby girl, you on my mind, you know what I'm saying? Oh, shit. Big cat, hold on. Baby girl. Did, oh, did you not Oh, you it? say you didn't like it, though. Why is it in your head? <laughs> I don't know. Hey, there yeah. it is. There's, that's the thing about songwriting. The most sim- the simplest things, bro. Always uh, 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 oh, God. Dude, we've, we've, my, been on, dude. we've been on for an hour and a half already? Oh, well, yeah. Um, dude, I, bro, my schedule is so fucking crazy. Cause it's like, but like on Monday, I'm like, yeah, Monday, Monday, I'm yeah. good. And then Tuesday I'm like, oh my God, I didn't get much sleep last night, bro. Say that works. And then Wednesday it's like, <gasps> like, what the fuck? And then Thursday is like, I'm dead. And then Friday is just like, I'm a banana. It's Friday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Check if you got that real quick. Um, this nope. shit bugging. Nope. Mm. Uh, eh, meh. Talk about in my outbox. What does that even mean? I don't know. Eh, eh, don't worry about it. It's all good. good yeah, fuck it. Well, dude, I'm this has been. You, I'm gonna show you personally, anyways. Amazing. This has been incredibly fun. Awesome. Shout out your people. Hey. 
Shout out my baby, Yasmin. Shout out mom, dad, Sean, Pusha Supreme. Shout out 80 the artist, Yism, Yism album coming out. Freshen up Zay. Shout out QC Media. Um, I love y'all, bro. Like I'm real grateful for uh the thing is they all my people got excited. Like everybody was uh very excited uh for me to be on a podcast, you know. So I'm very grateful for my foundation. You understand? So Yeah, yeah, yeah. You gotta be grateful about that. Well, dude, it was an absolute pleasure having you on. Thank you so much for coming on. For the listeners, I love ya. Peace. How do we do, bro? That's fucking great, dude. Was I decent? Oh, dude.